We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on tonight. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, Tonight, another uh, installment of our weekly episode discussing UConn football with my good friend, Justin Brissett. Justin, thanks for joining me tonight. Oh, thank you. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely, buddy. Uh, I always love our... This is one of the highlights of my week. I always look forward to this. uh, It's always a ton of fun. Me too. And then afterwards, of course, I'm so psyched I can't fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that... The Huskies, the, our, our passion for the Huskies will do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, in today's episode, we're going to uh, continue our position breakdowns for the team. We got the defensive backs, ton of ton of guys to go through with cornerbacks and safeties, obviously. We have some different uh, questions that some of our listeners submitted to us. We got uh, some really important official visits this week. We got five guys that we know of visiting campus this week. Uh, we'll talk about some of the other commitments that we've gotten recently um, and, and some other things too. But let, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and bring up uh, something that we brought up in the in a previous episode when we did our defensive lineman breakdown where uh, Rashawn Wilkins uh, goes by RJ Wilkins, defensive lineman from Illinois, big, big defensive tackle. Um, officially is a Husky now. He, uh, Obviously, uh, if you haven't saw on Twitter or in press releasings, UConn announced their uh, their transfer signings, and he was included on that list. So I know that was one we were really intrigued by, Justin. I know we're excited about this. Yeah, me too. I mean, when uh, when I saw his commitment come out, uh, you know, it was it, it was his trainer that that uh, that kind of leaked the info, right? Right. Yeah, so it was kind of it was it was kind of weird, but yeah, he's he's a big defensive tackle. I think he's going to help right away. Um, I think he could actually, you know, either, you know, he he could honestly play right on line from the get go. Um, on uh, Jelani Stafford too, maybe you know when he's tired, he can come in and you know and fall back. Um, but I'm I'm very excited for him to uh, to come and uh, be a Husky and. Uh, and I always welcome all the big uh, war daddies. Absolutely. And, I, and I'm personally excited about this because uh, R.J. Wilkins is from Chicago. Uh, obviously, he's coming in from Illinois. But he originally started off at Vanderbilt in the SEC, and he saw significant action at Vanderbilt. Um, last year when he, or when he was at Illinois, not, as, not, not so much there. But uh, this is the guy we're getting. He's a grad transfer who's uh, played significant action. Yeah, that's great. I mean, any any time you can get a kid from you know the P five, uh, that definitely helps, and it's a it's a it's a guy that can come in and even uh, you know help our help our guys out too, uh, especially fine tuning their uh, techniques, and uh, and I'm sure um, I'm sure you know 
uh, Coach McClendon is uh, very happy with this. Absolutely. And then another transfer addition uh, just this past week, Maurice Wilmer II, a linebacker transfer from Nevada, uh, coming in another grad transfer at a, at a position that we broke down last week, Justin, and I think we both came to the conclusion that we could use some extra help, and uh, Wilmer is going to give us that extra help. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, I was very excited when I saw him. Uh, guys that come from uh, Nevada, um, you know, they're, they're always hard-nosed uh, players. Uh, a lot of linebackers, um, you know, a lot of Nevada linebackers are, are really good. Um, so I'm very excited to have him uh, come in and, uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, do his thing. Absolutely. And then uh, another interesting thing that I noticed when it came to those signings was uh, our addition of uh, Amir Renwick, a Juco signing, uh, was listed as a linebacker and not a safety, um, which, he, which he played at the junior college level. So I thought it was very intriguing to see him listed on his graphic as a linebacker. Yeah, I think this is the second transfer now that went from safety to linebacker. Uh, Noah Plack, yep, now, yep. Uh, now Renwick. Um, so it's definitely a thing. I mean, UConn, you know, for in, in the past also uh, had safeties that uh, went to linebacker like Ian Swenson. So there's definitely, you know, uh, definitely that change can uh, can can do some uh, really good things for the guys, and hopefully they can pick it up quick and. Uh, and just add extra depth to that linebacker position, which is just loaded right now. Absolutely agree with you. And, and one of our one of the questions that was submitted to us was, uh, who, who do we think some of the impact transfers are going to be? And I, you already mentioned one, Noah Plack. I think he's going to come in right away and and play alongside Jackson Mitchell and, and be a real force on the outside there. And the thing that I'm really looking forward to with Noah is uh, his ability as a safety for uh, five years at Delaware. Uh, I can, I can't wait to see him in coverage as a linebacker. I think that skill is going to be really, really good. Yeah, I, I believe so too. And I, I really think that, you know, they might even rotate out a lot of guys, you know, when, when they're tired or, or just rotate, get fresh guys in there. So uh, I'm very excited. Um, he definitely seems like a guy that, you know, wants to come in and, and, and work his heart out and, uh, and definitely succeed. So that's, that's awesome. I, I, I just can't wait. Absolutely. And I, I think another one of the impact transfers, in, in, for, in my opinion, will be Eric Gilliard, another one of those linebackers. Uh, saw significant time at US at UCF, sorry, and then uh, went to Kansas, played four games um, there before he was injured. Now he's got a real opportunity here with the Huskies to do some great things. Yes, yes, uh, I'm very excited to see him too. Uh, he's he's a he's a big boy and uh, and a hard hitter, and um, so I, I I can't wait until. Uh, you know, a lot of these linebackers just start sacking the quarterback this year, and, and you know, get their uh, get their tackles because the, these these guys, uh, you know, definitely Gilliard. Um, I'm definitely excited for him. Um, I know another one too that we have tonight uh, is Mumu Bin Wahad. Mm -hmm. um, he's definitely one of those guys. You know, he's he's wearing the number six, so 
that only means that, you know, guys that wear number six are wearing it for a reason. And, uh, and I believe this guy, you know, coming in is going to be a, is going to be a true impact also. I absolutely agree. I think he's going to be a real good one. He looked, he looked really good in the spring. I, I, I was excited watching him. And then I think another one that we should add uh, to this discussion, um, Joe Fagano at quarterback, um, definitely in the, in this race for the starting quarterback job. Um, so I think we, we have to include that just because of, uh, I mean, he could be our starting quarterback. Right. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, he can, he can do his thing, knock off some of that rust and, uh, and adjust to the game. Um, I have, I really do have high hopes for him. Uh, also a couple dark horses, um, is Hanson the tight end and uh, mm-hmm. Jalen Mitchell the running back? Those mm-hmm. guys they're kind of silent right now, but who knows? Those guys could open up and and become uh, real role uh, players for us. I agree. I think Jalen Mitchell is going to do some really nice things for us. I I think a lot of our transfers. I think we were very strategic on the players that we added um, to adding guys that will legitimately see action. We weren't just adding guys to to just fill out the roster. We, the, the transfers that we got in the portal are significant, uh, for our team. Yeah, they're definitely gonna, you know, the, the coaching staff did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some of these guys, they, they might not pan out for other, like majority of them will. Um, these guys are just gonna, you know, especially with the schedule this year too, we needed, um, you know, that extra help, uh, extra added depth to uh, positions because we're still very young at a lot of positions. Absolutely. <clears throat> uh, moving on to a, another subject, Phil Steele um, just released his uh, digital copy to his magazine. I got that last Thursday. I've been diving into that for a while. Uh, I believe he said that the hard copy will hit press Friday, I think is what he said, but uh, some of the things that I noticed looking in it uh, already, he has Christian Haynes listed as a third-team All-American and Jackson Mitchell listed as a fourth-team All-American. So I thought that was really cool to see Jackson get the notoriety there. We all know Christian Haynes has been getting second-team, third-team uh, nods from many publications, but I just thought it was cool to see Jackson included. Uh, and then some of the rankings that he put out for per position – he has Christian Haynes listed as the 14th ranked guard. The only question I have with that is how can you be a third team All-American, but then the thir- the 14th ranked guard, the numbers just don't add up there. So that was kind of head, head, head scratching to me. Uh, then you've got Jackson Mitchell listed as the 15th rated inside linebacker, which then uh, the, the numbers add up a little bit better for that. So I can kind of see that. He's got Noah Rulis at uh, the 14th ranked kicker, which I thought that was uh, that was pretty cool to see. Uh, Durante Jones, who we're going to talk about later tonight, he's got him ranked as the 29th rated safety, and then Eric Watts, he's got him rated as the 35th rated defensive end. So nice to see a handful of our guys get some really good recognition there. Oh yeah, and uh, and you know the coaching staff definitely put them in that position. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Rulis, uh, no, uh, you know, as as a kicker, he came in and, and most people didn't think he was gonna, you know, start even because you know Joe McFadden and McFadden uh, was hurt, and he came in and, and he actually did a really good job. Uh, 
this kid could definitely uh, make it to the NFL. I mean, all the kids on the list can make it to the NFL. Uh, a lot, a lot of good talent. I'm glad that UConn's getting recognized again, and uh, and being the public eye too is uh, is going to open up some uh, some teams' eyes also. <clears throat> I absolutely agree, and and I think there's going to be many, uh, especially a handful of other guys that are going to be on this list by the end of the year and even next year. Um, Justin Jolie is tight end. I mean, I think that's going to be very apparent. We could, you could definitely see Victor Rosa running back in the future. Um, just a handful of other players too. I mean, we have some other offensive linemen that could potentially be on this list down the road. And I think, and we'll get to this. This was another question that was asked by another one of our guests, but I think Malik Dixon Williams is another safety who uh, deserves to be mentioned um, in that discussion as well. Him and Durant, Durante Jones, that pairing is pretty darn good. Oh, goodness, yeah. They, uh, they're they definitely uh, high-caliber players, and, and they both can put up their numbers. Uh, so so it's going to be very interesting this year, I think, for them. Uh, it's going to be, you know, a, a, a great year, and I'm, I'm, I, I just can't wait to see them both play. Absolutely, and, th- and that question was uh, – that that listener had was is Durante Jones and Malik Dixon Williams one of the best safety duos in the country, and and I I know we're a little biased with this, but both of these guys put up some pretty darn good numbers last year, and we'll get into both of them in the breakdown obviously, but I mean Malik Dixon Williams had ninety tackles last year, um, and you have Durante Jones, so I I don't remember his exact number uh, for tackles, but. These are two guys who uh, are really, really impressive at their position, and and I think we got a special duo right there. Oh yeah, it's, I'm I'm thinking like you know it, you you could definitely see him on on the top fifty list if uh, you know whoever makes the top fifty list for safeties for like duos, they would they would definitely be on there uh, somewhere. Absolutely, uh, and then an, an, another question that somebody asked is. What would be expectations um, for the program coming into this season? You and I, we've we've kind of talked about this a little bit. I mean, we both feel that this team can win eight games or more. Um, I'm a firm believer in that. Um, There's there's not a game on the schedule where maybe other than Tennessee where I don't think the Huskies can't beat the team that they're playing. So I'm – and I know the coaching staff and the players think the exact same way. They're going into every single game this coming year thinking that they're going to win. And and uh, I know that they're going to be prepared. And I know the players and coaches have uh, some really, really high expectations. And uh, I'm really uh, looking forward to see this play out. Oh, yeah, especially, you know, especially if they come in and, and they and they just – you know, keep that momentum going from last year. Um, you know, the tough loss against Marshall, of course, but throughout mm-hmm. the year, you know, playing like a Liberty BC, um, those 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 bigger games, and they and they beat them. Uh, definitely, you know, the expectations are, are should should be higher. Um, you know, most people are like, well, it should be you know, one game more this year than last year. Well, yeah, that's you know, that's kind of common, but. Mm-hmm. I actually think too that they could they could you know win eight to nine games this year, uh, especially if they 
if they play on top of the game and they just and they don't fall behind. That's the one thing. Mm-hmm. You always have to score that first touchdown. Like you know, you have to score first, like Jim Moore always says. And if you do that, then then it's then it, then it's solid for you. Absolutely agree. Uh, next topic for us now uh, are those five official visits that we have set up. Um, some really, really good players uh, coming on campus this week. These are the five that we know of. Um, defensive end Cooper Ackerman, who uh, committed uh, on uh, May 25th, uh, is making his official visit this week. He's a 6'4", 237-pound defensive end, three-star from uh, Shrewsburg, Massachusetts. Uh, has offers from uh, Army, BC, UMass, Navy, Rutgers, and Temple, um, and chose the Huskies. So we're we're excited to have him. That'll be really cool. Um, another another set of visits set up for safety Cornell Allen, five ten, one hundred seventy five pounder or uh, safety from v- Richmond, Virginia, and uh, eye popping. Uh, list for him when it comes to offers he's had 50 total offers um some of the main ones arizona state charlotte cincinnati eastern michigan Pitt, indiana kansas missouri ucf and uh, he's he's had visits to uh, Pitt, eastern michigan charlotte and arizona state um, and then is including yukon obviously uh this week this weekend i should say uh Next visit set up is uh, Romello Walker, 6'2", 180-pound wide receiver from Orlando, Florida. Holds offers from Arkansas State, Bowling Green, Georgia Tech, and Western Kentucky. And so far, his only visit is set up with UConn. Um, so that's an intriguing uh, thing to see right there. Uh, next visit would be offensive, ta- uh, offensive tackle, 6'5", uh, 270-pounder. Uh, Darren McLaughlin from Park Ridge, New Jersey, holds offers from Army, Coastal Carolina, Eastern Michigan, and UMass. He's visited all them all but UMass, and this is his second visit to UConn. So uh, quite possibly could we get a commitment there, fingers crossed. And then uh, defensive tackle, 6'3", 255-pounder, Harper Holman from Atlanta, Georgia, Pretty good list of offers for him as well. App State, Arkansas State, Bowling Green, Coastal Carolina, Georgia Southern, Georgia State, Georgia Tech, Kent State, Liberty, UMass, Memphis, Missouri, USF, Toledo, and Tulane. And his only visits set up so far have been Georgia Tech and then, of course, UConn. Um, the The thing that I find intriguing about this is you already have a guy who's committed coming on a visit you have four others coming with him. Uh, I think if they build a great relationship, this one, uh, Cooper Ackerman could could potentially get this group of guys to join him. So uh, I think it's a exciting opportunity, obviously, to see this moving forward. I think we're going to get one or two of these guys to commit after this weekend. Um, and then looking at last week, visit-wise, uh, one thing of note, inside linebacker Jaden Brown visited last week, like I said, and then he visits Syracuse this week. And uh, it seems that Syracuse and UConn are his top two. So maybe we will hear something when it comes to uh, a commitment from him uh, after this weekend. So 
time will tell there, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, I miss uh, I miss Coach Pearson because he always, you know, he always had that UConn uh, UConn picture up whenever there was a commit. <laughs> right, we we knew we knew what was happening. <laughs> right, I I think one of these coaches, at least Coach Hill, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, somebody, give us a heads up. <laughs> but, right. <laughs> well, what what are your thoughts on uh, on on these guys visiting? I know it's a great group of guys. the The first thing that popped out to me was Cornell Allen having fifty total offers. That was just amazing. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I don't I don't know if he's doing his due diligence or or what, but uh, that's that's something awesome because a lot of kids, you know, a lot of recruits in the past, if they had that many offers. They probably wouldn't have come and visit because they, you know, had bigger schools to go and, and, and look at. But, uh, no, it's definitely it's definitely great. I mean, like, so, a lot of these offer lists uh, from from these recruits uh, are pretty impressive. And, and having UConn on there, you know, is, is, is awesome. And I'm really hoping that we can at least get a few, too. Uh, that would be really awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. And and is we hear anything obviously justin and i will be tweeting that out um as it happens so uh be on the lookout on twitter to see um if one if any of these guys commit or if any more visits are coming whatever it may be so it's definitely something to look forward to uh let's go ahead and uh we'll do our final thing now our, our defensive back breakdown so uh Justin, I'm gonna go go ahead and let you uh, go first with uh, Mumu Bin Wahad. Yes, he is a uh, he's he's a he's a sophomore. He's uh, 5'10", 185 pounds uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, he transferred in from uh, West Virginia. Last year, he had five games played, uh, four solo tackles. He was named. Uh, to Big 12 uh, commissioners honor roll, and uh, and what what I've seen from him too is he's he's definitely aggressive, uh, hard nosed player. Um, you know, in the spring game too, there's a lot of huge hits by him. Um, I know Justin Jolie tried to hurdle him, and he uh, wrapped him up and tackled him, and uh, and. He, he's one of those players that is very physical. Um, you know, like I said before, too, uh, he's he's, uh, he's number six. Um, and number six, Jasper Howard, uh, you know, wearing that number uh, as a UConn player means a lot. And I think uh, I think this kid definitely will represent uh, Jasper in that way. Absolutely. I, th- I think just getting that honor itself is kind of all you need to know. Oh yeah, and that and you're right. That play he made on Justin Jolie, um, we we know how athletic and strong Justin Jolie is. So to make that play was impressive. Oh, it was crazy. Well, I'm going to continue now with Malik Dixon Williams, a six foot, two hundred four pound safety, redshirt sophomore from Wakiva High School in Orlando, Florida. I hinted at this earlier. He had 90 tackles last year, uh, two interceptions, eight passes defended, and then in 2021 he had 58 tackles, one interception, and two passes defended. 
So he's played significantly in both seasons. He's played every game the last two seasons. Um, he's a ball hawk at safety. Always seems to be around the ball. Always making plays. We're really, really lucky to have him as a part of this program. Uh, Justin, I'd love to hear your thoughts on Malik. Yeah, no, Malik Dixon is is definitely you know your your hard nosed uh, uh, you know bleed blue uh, brother. So uh, definitely, um, he's one of those guys that we need to look out for, and uh, he has big things to come. Absolutely. Uh, and I'll let you uh, continue with his running mate, Durante Jones. Yes, Durante Jones, uh, junior coming in. He's six foot 193. Uh, last year, he played in 12 games. He had uh, uh, 40 solo tackles. Uh, 57 assists, which uh, total up to 97 total tackles. Um, he had one interception that's coming in the B, uh, Boston College game. Um, there was one forced fumble last year against UMass and one uh, uh, fumble recovery uh, in the bowl game against Marshall. Um, he's a must-watch player for 2023. Um will be uh, solid for UConn along with his uh, running mate. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm really I'm really hoping that this year he puts up even more uh, bigger numbers. And I think he definitely has that opportunity. Uh, just a fantastic football player. And, and those two, we already hinted at this earlier, uh, just a fantastic safety duo. Uh, we're really lucky to have these two guys. And and I think it's amazing to see where we're at right now when it comes to like these two as a safety duo because the secondary was a bit of a question mark last year, especially heading into the season. And, and these guys really, really stepped up um, last year. And it was, it was beautiful to watch. Yes, it, it, it truly was. And, uh, and you know, I, I, I think defensively, too, the coaches really, um, really got these players uh, – working as a as a whole uh group you know instead of just one-on-one um football play uh football players you know and uh and it's 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 definitely exciting to watch and and i think this year too there's gonna be a lot of a lot more excitement going on absolutely and i'll continue now with malcolm bell uh 6'1 185 pound defensive back uh went to uh, Clarkson Football North in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Um, Had 39 tackles, six passes defended last season. He redshirted in 2021. He has really good coverage skills, and he's good in man coverage. Uh, I I appreciated uh, some of the hits he made in the Ball State game that I was at. I I thought he he uh, made some good plays in that game, just uh, that stick to my memory from that game and uh, from being there. And I think he's one of those guys moving forward, whether he's a substitution player with some of the other uh, corners that we may have, or uh, if he's in there as a starter, I I think uh, no matter what, we're going to get our best from him. And he's a heck of a player. Uh, Justin, I'd love to hear your thoughts on Malcolm. Yeah, Malcolm, you know, he's one of those guys that's a very silent uh, majority player. Um, you know, he's one of those guys that that can come in and, 
and, and do his thing and and play and play the game of football. And uh, I know in spring, uh, uh, the spring game too, he had some nice plays. So uh, he's definitely one of those guys, like like you said, you know, depth or you know either. You know, the momentum is there and the starting role comes around. Uh, he's definitely a player that um, that can hold his own. Absolutely. Uh, next guy you'll have, Justin, we'll go ahead and go with uh, Chris Sharon. Chris Sharon. So he transferred in from Missouri last year. Um, he had a pretty good year. Uh, he's, a, he's a junior cornerback coming in. Um, he's 5'11", 197 pounds. He played in 13 games last year. He had 46 total tackles. Um, he also had two interceptions. Um, they both came with the BC and Liberty game. Um, those were actually uh, pretty uh, big interceptions. And then there's one forced uh, uh, fumble. Actually, not forced. Um, fumble return. And uh, he's he's a guy that you know. I was I was kind of scared actually going out last year, um, going into the postseason, you know, thinking that he would be one of those guys that would. I don't know what I was thinking, but you know, I, I was I was very scared that he would transfer um, because of how how good of a year he had. But you know, I'm, I'm glad he's back, and I'm I'm pretty sure that this year he's just going to keep it going. And he he had a really good year so um, last year, so hopefully this year. We see uh, similar numbers. Absolutely, he really grew as the season progressed, and and you mentioned some of those games down the stretch where he played really big and made some really key plays, and it was really cool to see for him. Oh yeah. Uh, the next guy I I have will be uh, Caleb Anthony, five ten, hundred eighty pound cornerback, went to Eagles Landing Christian Academy in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, last year, he had 13 tackles in five games. And then in 2021, he had nine tackles and three passes defended in seven games. So uh, hasn't played a ton, but uh, he's definitely going to be a guy who's in the mix this year in the rotation. Uh, looking forward to seeing him get his opportunity. And uh, he could definitely uh, have a good role on special teams, potentially. Uh, Justin, I'd love to hear your thoughts on Caleb. Yeah, I, I kind of have similar outlook on him. Um, you know, he's he's the type of player that you know he's he'd be a good he's good depth player. Um, he's definitely going to find his role somewhere on the on the team, and uh, and hopefully he has a good year. Absolutely. Uh, next guy we'll we'll go with for you, Justin uh, Alfred Chea. Yes, so he is a uh, he's a junior safety. Um, he's a six two, two hundred eighteen pound uh, guy. Uh, he played in four games last year only and had one total tackle. Uh, he had he also had uh, one interception in the spring game. Um, he could be a player uh, if the time is right. Could be a, a player that comes in and uh, and definitely is kind of like a. You know, one of those dark horses again, um, where he can come in and 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 fill in the safety role. He does have, you know, uh, you know some some depth perform uh, in, in that role. But I'm hoping that you know he can be a good depth uh, player. Absolutely. Uh, next guy, I'll uh, go with uh, 
Demond Brinson, a 5'9", 172-pound cornerback from uh, Miami, Florida, went to Dillard High School, and uh, we were talking about this a little bit before we came on the air, and there's a couple guys on this roster who are from some uh, pretty significant high schools, and Dillard High School is definitely one of them. They're, that's one of the high schools that's known nationally for being uh, one of the top programs, not only in Florida, but in the country. Um, DeMond redshirted last season, um, so this year we might get to see, he, he might be in that rotation. We might get to see him do some things. Um, yeah, excited to see what he brings to the table just uh, as a quick athletic cornerback who could uh, really help us out down the road. Yeah, he's, he's one of those guys that's a potential, you know, starter down the road, too. And uh, and one of those guys that I'm very excited for. Um, I, I heard a lot of good things about him, so I'm hoping that, you know, he can get some uh, playing time this year. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he will, and um, I'm, I'm hoping that he, uh, he, sh- he shows us what he has. Absolutely. Uh, let's go with the next guy for you, Justin, uh, Lee Millette the third. Lee Millette, um, he's, a, he's a sophomore cornerback, uh, 6'1", 188 pounds. He only played in two games last year, and he had one solo tackle. Um, in the spring game, he had one interception, and he's a he's a young, hungry player. And I think that, you know, once his time comes, um, he's going to be one of those guys that is definitely going to grow and develop into his role. Absolutely agree. Uh, the next guy I will continue with is uh, Zakari Spears, 6'1", 195 pounds, uh, from L.A., went to Loyola High School. Interesting fact about him and his high school football team, uh, his senior year, I believe it was, they went 3-6 and six and uh, made the playoffs and went to uh, a, a California, I believe, does it in a north and south setup, and they went to the Southern Championship. So pretty impressive to start the year the way they did and the way they finished it. So you know this is a guy who, as, as many would say, probably has the dog in him, as you, as you would say. But he's, a tra- he's transferring in from Washington, so he's coming in from a, a big-time P5 program. He's got four years of eligibility for, for us. He saw no action in 21 and 22, both years he was there. Um, I, I think this is a guy who, when he committed, Husky fans were excited just because we were getting a P5 guy who's who who uh, is going to help raise the level of our program, and uh, I think Zakari can come right in and and really battle with a lot of the guys we have, and uh, I was impressed uh, with some of the things I've seen about him so far. So, Justin, I'd love to hear your thoughts on Zakari. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely one of those guys. Uh, you know, in the spring game too. Um, I saw him running around, and he definitely looks like he's definitely he, he's one of those other you know hard hard hitters, kind of like uh, Mumu. Um, I actually really do think that you know him having you know four years of eligibility is huge. Um, that's really huge for us, and he's one of those guys that are as, as he's probably going to be you know <clears throat> you know. Um, a starter down the road. He, he's definitely going to play this year. Um, he, he definitely had some nice reps uh, in the spring game, and I, I, I just can't wait to see uh, see him play in uh, live-action games. Absolutely agree. I, I think he, he's a 
some player a player that brings excitement. But kind of like you said with Mumu with the hits he makes, I, I I'm really excited to see this moving forward. Oh, oh me too. Uh, next guy we'll go with for you, Justin, is uh, Stan Cross. So Stan Cross, he's a uh, he's he's coming in as a junior and a safety position. Um, he's uh, 5'10", 191 pounds. Uh, last year he played in 11 games. Uh, he had uh, 16 total tackles. Uh, in 2021, he played in nine games and he had uh, 18 total tackles. So in, in two years, he's definitely seen, you know, he's definitely shown about similar numbers. Um, he's a great athlete that has uh, great upside and, um, and you know, he's, he's a really good depth player at that safety uh, position. And he can also come in, um, you know, injury-wise or whatever and, uh, and definitely pick up and, uh, and be a, a, a good player for us. Absolutely. <clears throat> the next guy I will have is Torian White, a 6'2", 170-pound safety from Long Beach, California. Went to Long Beach Poly, which uh, if football fans will, under- will know uh, that program as well, one of the better programs not only in California but in the country. Um, some fantastic football history, but maybe their most famous alumni is Snoop Dogg and Cameron Diaz, so a little side note there, but... <laughs> But looking into uh, Torian White, he's transferring in from uh, FCS Southern Utah. Um, a lot, a, a lot of people might look at that FCS transfer and think, "Oh, you might not know much about Southern Utah." But recently, Southern Utah has put a handful of players into the NFL. So this is a program that's that has risen pretty rapidly of late and uh, has had some really talented players. Uh, last year, Torian had 22 tackles, one interception and four passes defended in nine games. Uh, we, he's got a couple years of eligibility, so uh, looking forward to having him on the roster. Uh, another big safety for us who could step in and help right away. Yeah, no, I was, uh, yeah, I, I was very excited to see him uh, come in. Uh, you know, see, seeing him uh, come from an FCS program that, that um, has a lot of um, success, like a, you know, even like a like a North Dakota State. Um, it's going to be very exciting to see uh, how how everything plays out for him, and uh, and can't wait to see him on the field. Absolutely. And uh, next one for you, Justin. We'll go with Isaiah Davis. Isaiah Davis. He is a freshman cornerback. Uh, he's six one, hundred ninety pounds. He's another kid, uh, another recruit from uh, Georgia. Um, he's from Creekside uh, High School. Um, he was a four-year varsity uh, player. Um, he had, in, in his career, he had 40 solo tackles, 100, 107 total tackles, and two interceptions. Um, he also averaged five sacks and 3.7 tackles per game. Um He's a he's a smart, fast um, uh, player. He has great footwork. Um, he has great football IQ. Um, as a cornerback, he always has his eyes on the quarterback to see where he's throwing the ball. Um, he's always he's always on his guy. Um, so he's definitely one of those guys that you know can be definitely in the uh, uh, a future guy for us. And uh, I'm very excited uh, to have him aboard and. Uh, and 
and have his uh, physicality here. <clears throat> Absolutely. Looking forward to watching him grow in the program. Uh, next guy I, I had originally was uh, Jalen Jones. He was originally listed uh, entering the spring as a defensive back, but he has since shifted to linebacker, uh, a position that we obviously need need, uh, need that adjustment and some help a little bit, as we've seen. Um, so looking forward to watching him at the linebacker position. So, Justin, I'll go ahead and let you continue with Armani Archie. Armani Archie is a uh, junior cornerback. He's six foot, hundred eighty-three pounds. He's a transfer from Washington State. Uh, last year, he played in ten games. He had eleven total tackles. Um, he's definitely a great add uh, by the coaching staff. Uh, he's a media impact type player. Um, some of the some of the um, uh, uh, film that I've seen on him, he's definitely uh, he has great football IQ. Uh, he can stay with the guys. He closes down on the on the players. Um, he's definitely one of those players too that can jump up and uh, get an interception uh, when when the time is right. And he's definitely one of those guys that you know uh, coming in that he can he can definitely be an impact uh, uh, with the Huskies. Absolutely agree. And I remember seeing that in his final game against Washington that he had nine tackles in that game. So he saved uh, his best performance for last there. That's that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be interested to know with Zakari Spears coming in from Washington and then, of course, Archie coming from Washington State, how much of an interaction that they had while they were both playing in the Pac-12. Just an interesting little tidbit there. Yeah, the, the 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 two Washingtons. Uh, I'm hoping that you know they were they were friends uh, in college and not enemies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, our last two are true freshmen. I have Cam Chadwick, who I think is going to be an absolute stud in the in our pro football program. I had Cam on the show last season, um, going into going into his senior year of high school, and uh, it was just fun to watch him as a player. He's a six foot, one hundred seventy five pound cornerback. He was a three star recruit coming in. He was he's from Somerville, New Jersey. Went to Immaculata High School. Uh, had a really really good high school season. First team All State in New Jersey, which is which is saying something. And of course, first team All Conference. He played wide receiver and was a kick returner in high school as well. He had eight touchdown catches his senior year of high school. So we're getting a heck of an athlete. He's he's really physical, a great athlete. So this, this is a really good addition. And I think somebody who could come right in, even as a true freshman, and uh, make a statement on our team. And he, he held offers uh, from some FCS programs, but the FBS programs he had were Army, Colorado State, Duke, James Madison, Navy, New Mexico State, Temple, and Wake Forest. And I know his dad played at Rutgers as well, so he's got that family line as well. So I think Cam is is uh, could potentially be the next guy in line to to be that next great UConn Husky corner. Yeah, I'm very excited for him to come in. Um, he, when I saw his film, I was I was very excited about him. Uh, he's one of those guys that. Yeah, he's, he's definitely one of those future Huskies. I mean, cornerback position in the future is going to be dangerous. 
Um, we have a lot of good kids, and, and Cam Chadwick uh, is definitely one of those guys that um, that's probably going to be, uh, you know, he, he could be definitely a true leader uh, coming in for the future. Absolutely agree. And the final guy that we have at the defensive back position, Justin, is Christopher Hudson. Christopher Hudson, he's a Connecticut native. Uh, he's from St. Thomas More. Um, he's, he's a freshman coming in, a cornerback. Uh, he's 5'10", 172 pounds. Um, in high school, he had 48 total tackles, uh, 12 pass breakups, two interceptions. And uh, he, he held uh, 10 offers. Um, some of them were uh, Army and Navy. And then the other ones were like Monmouth and Dartmouth and um, and Fordham and many others. Um, he's definitely a fast player. Um, he has great footwork, closes in fast, and uh, great football IQ again. Um, Chris Hudson from a from a from a bigger school in uh, in Connecticut, uh, St. Thomas More. We're definitely. Uh, can't wait to see him play. Uh, he can definitely come in and uh, and be an impact player of the future also. Absolutely agree. And it's always big to get those in-state guys, especially from St. Thomas More. Yes, yes. And, uh, and it only helps with recruiting, too, because I know a buttload of St. Thomas More recruits came in this year. So, so capturing those guys, you know, only opens up the pipeline. Absolutely. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. And I know, as always, Justin and I are both very appreciative and thankful for our for everybody who tunes in every week and listens to us talk about UConn Husky football. And as always, I just want to give a huge thanks to Husky Nation for your support. Thank you to the players and coaches for how hard you guys are working and for for giving us something exciting to talk about. Uh, it's it's a a blessing to be a part of Husky Nation to be able to cover the football team. Can't agree more. <laughs> well, Justin, go ahead and let the listeners know where they can follow you. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Hawkeye282. Um, also, I'll be writing uh, uh, papers for the 13 sports this year for UConn, so I'll be starting up that. If you want to go follow, it's uh, at 13 sports. Look forward to seeing that, Justin. I can't wait. Um, Thank you. Then for me personally, at Coach underscore B Will on Twitter. And of course, the podcast Twitter account at TNT College Foot One. I have to f- give a selfish plug real quick. I'm going through right now breaking down all 133 FBS teams in college football. I just completed uh, number six today, being North Texas. I will continue tomorrow with programs seven and eight. This goes for a two month long stretch from starting this week on Monday until. Uh, the week heading into week zero. So it's a long process, but a great experience, something that I love to do every year. Please follow that. Uh, a lot of work goes into it, and it's a lot of fun. But uh, again, but again, thank God you. Bless. Oh, sorry. Yo, go ahead, buddy. I was going to say, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, we thank everybody tuning in, listening to us listening to us and uh, have a good night. God bless.